You're listening to A Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life, a podcast that inspires individuals to step outside their comfort zone and into their true passion. I'm Alicia Ward, an average girl with a less than average background who has created a successful multiple six-figure business with no more than a high school education. I am ready to share my journey and knowledge with as many others as I can with the intention to impact and give confidence to anyone with the desire to follow their calling, but are being held back by their limiting beliefs. If you're looking to improve your life, business, and relationships, this is the podcast for you. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought to help you get the inspiration and actionable tips you need to make it happen. Let's get started. Welcome to episode number three of A Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life, guys. I am excited to be here and sharing this with you. Uh, Today's episode comes from a very vulnerable place. Uh, I was kind of up in the air on whether to record it, and then I recorded it, and I knew that even if I didn't post it, you know, at least I got my feelings and thoughts out. Um, but I know, I know that I'll be sharing this with you because if you're listening to it right now, that means that I, you know, smartened up and faced my fears and got uncomfortable. And just to share this because the point of this podcast, like I said, is to share my real life stuff that's going on, my real life struggles and challenges that I'm dealing with in hopes that you can find growth or, you know, help if you need or solutions or just inspiration to help you get through whatever it is you're going through. And uh, today I want to talk about how it's okay to take a break from people in your life that might be an energy vampire. Let's put it that way. Life, humans, this world has energy vampires and they may not know they're an energy vampire, but they are sucking energy out of everybody they come into contact with. And, you know, that's not cool because we only have so much energy in a day and we need to make sure that we use our energy sparingly. Now, before I got really into personal development and things like that, I never really thought about my energy. Energy had a different meaning. I should say like my energy was like if I woke up in the morning tired, I would say I had no energy, but I didn't think of my energy as like this this physical thing that I only have so much of and that I didn't think of it as, as a thing that people could take away from me just by like a conversation with me, right? And I see it differently now and I'm very aware of my energy and who adds to my energy and who takes away. And unfortunately in life, sometimes people that we love can take away from our energy and and don't really serve our higher selves. And a lot of times... If you're into personal development, which if you're listening to podcasts, you most likely are, um, a lot of times when you're doing personal development, you're growing as a human being and becoming a better person and facing your challenges and being self-aware and, you know, and doing all the tough stuff because God knows personal growth is hard. It's hard to face our faults and it's hard to work through them and it's hard to show up accountable and admit the things that we're doing wrong and and just have that ownership right it's not easy so so I have a lot of empathy for the people who who aren't there yet and don't don't have that and unfortunately one of those people is is my mother and I love her 
very much, but I do find the relationship drains me and and so much. Like I'm talking to the next level because the thing is, is it's hard. So if you know somebody who's an energy vampire, but they're not close to you in your life, it's easy for you to just like block their stuff on social media, like not block them, but you can like mute people's stories now on Instagram and you can, you know, hide their, hide what you see from them on Facebook. So you don't even have to see them, which out of sight, out of mind, right? And you don't have to talk to them. But when it's somebody that's your, you know, like your parent or your spouse or maybe a sibling, someone who's so close to you, who you love, you know, you have that piece of you who wants to always be there for them, even if it drains you. And now I'm an empath. I I feel for other people very, very much so, especially the people that I care about a lot. And I've been feeling for my mom for all of my life because she has gone through a lot of hard times and she is one of the strongest women I know in ways that I know in this world like she's gone through so much and she's you know she's persevered I don't know how she did it with six kids out in that house um you know if you didn't listen to episode one about kind of my my childhood and where I come from go listen to it like my mom definitely is a tough cookie in a lot of ways but she also victimizes herself on the other hand now and so though, so there's definitely traits in her that I am trying to move away from in my own personal life. But at the end of the day, we are who our parents kind of teach us to be in a lot of ways and we can grow out of it. But initially, our beliefs and, you know, the things that we value that comes from, you know, the about age one or one to 12 of our childhood, right? That's when our subconscious mind is really programmed into valuing and believing the things that it does. So, so I am just like my mother in a lot of ways. And I'll share some of those ways. Like I am just like her when it comes to my relationships um, and the way that I view them. Now I have done a ton of growth. So this isn't, I'm not still just like her in that way, but I can catch myself being like her. That's a better way to put this. I can catch myself being like her in those ways because if I'm in a confrontational conversation, I will show up like my mother. I will be defensive. I'll be quick to place blame. I will raise my voice really quickly. Things like that, that I always seen her do with my dad. I do. And there's times where I'm like, whoa, whoa, like whoa whoa Tracy calm down like and I'll catch myself being that because because I mean at the end of the day I don't need to be like I always seen my mom be when she would have arguments or disagreements with my dad by any means but but we are who we are and I'm sure that my mom got that from you know her childhood and and she's always been that way and and it's just what I learned it's nobody's fault it's just the way that it is and and the first step to really changing and growing is having that awareness seeing it from a different perspective and being like okay these are the things I need to change now I'm not changing them in my mom I'm changing them in myself so the really like the real trick is is to not expect her to change because she is the way that she is and she has always been that way, but expect myself to change and expect myself not to get triggered when I'm facing her being that way, which is also a reflection of how I can be, right? So 
and not get triggered and not getting triggered has been proving like has proved itself to be in the last last few months to be honest have been quite interesting in this and I guess this is that's for a reason it's because this is what I need to work on with myself hence this podcast me really putting it out there Alicia you're really going for it um but it's just a you know it's a good reflection when I when I do get when I let myself get triggered with my mom and I act the same as her, so raise my voice, get defensive, place blame, basically, um, that's a really good reflection for myself to see where I need to put in the work. And each time I fail at not getting triggered when speaking to my mom, it's just kind of showing me that I'm not, I'm not quite there yet, right? So, um, so yeah so I'm very much so like my mom that way but I'm very much different than her so I grew up you kind of learning what I didn't want in my life from my mom I didn't want to be I didn't want to have kids really young I didn't want to end up as a single mother I didn't want to be struggling to pay the bills not able to buy the groceries I needed um you know trying to make ends meet stressed whenever it came to money I just didn't want that for myself and so I've taken those lessons into my life now I'm 28 I don't have kids I I don't want kids right now. Um, you know, I'm really building a life for myself that's completely different than the life that my mom had built for herself growing up. So the good comes with the bad. There's always going to be that balance. Um, but yeah, I'm finding it really intense and um, and harder than I thought to not get triggered and to work through the other, the other parts that I do share in common with my mom. Now, um, and we need to remember in our lives that we're not defined by our circumstances that we have. But it took me a really, really long time to break through that belief and and stop being a victim to my circumstances in the way that I was and especially in the ways in which I referred to that I am like my mom. Now, um, you know, bless Garrett, my boyfriend, for putting up with me. But he's seen how much I struggle sometimes to really fight the parts of me that I always witnessed growing up as a kid with my mom at my dad, like doing the victim thing, placing blame, getting really defensive, raising my voice really quick, not letting things go, holding on to grudges, like holding on so tight, which is absolutely pointless. It's just so toxic, right? So that version of me comes out when I get triggered by my mom and it's not my mom's fault she gets triggered by whatever she gets triggered about and I in turn get triggered so I know for me personally that I will have a better relationship with my mom if I can grow out of those triggers if I can work on those parts that rear their heads when I get triggered those are the parts I need to work on that's when the self-reflection comes in because I want a better relationship with my mom I don't want to still be having fights with her like I was when I was a friggin' teenager are you kidding me I want to I want to inspire her and 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 have a really great relationship with her. And now that means that my mom and I, we don't have that close of a relationship. I moved out at 16 and I did my own thing. And and I think that subconsciously I steered way clear of 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 her in fear of of being like her. And maybe subconsciously, even though I didn't really realize what was happening at the time, I knew that she kind of brought that out in me. But 
but I want to be different and I'm striving to do that. So this is definitely a big step for me. But today I did, uh, you know, a really hard thing and that was to, to set a boundary and, and take a break from my mom and let her know and let her know that I was doing that because it is for for my own well-being. I have to learn to be better and and I have to learn to not get triggered by these things so so that I can have a better relationship with her because I mean she's not doing the same personal work as me. So I can't expect her to change. I can't expect her to like hear the things I'm saying about law of attraction and reflection this and and just like it click for her. It's just not going to be happening that way unfortunately. So we have to accept the people that we love for who they are, deal with them with compassion, and also have compassion for ourselves. It's not my fault that I get triggered. It's just the way that that I am. And it's the way that I am from from my childhood and from all the experiences I've had. But but the positive thing is that I can change, that I can change, right, and therefore make me and my mom's relationship better and that makes me feel really good. So as shitty as getting triggered is and having disagreements, um, you know, that is really shitty. But on the positive note of things, it allows for a lot of self-reflection and then growth. And I like to grow, right? So, so I know that I need to show up as a very strong example of what a woman can accomplish and achieve in life. This is something that I I strive to do. This is what I want. I want to show up as a great example and a strong role model for other women, other girls, you know, um, your daughters, your, your siblings, my, my sisters, my niece. I want to show up as a really good role model. And in order to do that, I need to beat this trigger shit that is happening to me. And I know I need to. So, and I want to show up as a strong role model, even for my mom, to be honest, because she obviously never really had that growing up. And she hasn't really been that to me. She's been strong in ways, but but not all the ways, right? She She's quite fragile and and it breaks my heart because I love her so much. And it's not fun to be worried about, you know, a parent figure. You just want them to live the best life. They deserve it. You mums out there, you work your asses off and you deserve to be happy and you deserve to live a good life and you deserve to, you know, have a good man and, and, and all of that. And my mom deserves that too. And she just unfortunately really hasn't had that in her life. And it breaks my freaking heart. And, and I'm doing what part of the biggest reasons I'm doing what I'm doing and striving to build what I'm building for myself here is so that I can support my parents and give back to them. Right. And in more ways than one, it's just not yet at that point but it is plans of mine in the future so I know that taking a bit of an energetic break from my mom is what I need and you know what I've been feeling this for a long time and I wanted to share this with you because we have to listen to our intuitions you have to listen to your highest self telling you so if you're around someone or it's the holidays and you're going to hang out with your family but you're feeling um resistance on it you're feeling anxious about it you're worried about about certain things it's just signs that maybe that's not what's in alignment for your highest self right now and and it's okay to just face that and be like okay I need to listen to this and maybe take a step back and do what's best for me 
you can always come back to it. That's the most beautiful thing about your family is that they're your family and they're not going to be going anywhere, right? So so you need to always listen to yourself because the thing is at the end of the day, I know that if I take kind of a bit of a break from 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 my mom and this relationship that seems to take a lot out of me right now, uh, I know that I can show up and come back as a better person, a better version of myself and therefore make the relationship better down the road. So short-term sacrifice, long-term gain. It benefits absolutely everybody, right? So you have to listen to your intuition, to your higher self. If it's a spouse or a best friend or family member, it's oh okay to just give it a bit of a break I don't know why we feel so um so much pressure to just always be showing up for other people because you have to show up for yourself first and foremost you're the most important person in the world to you you have to be the best version of yourself so you can have better relationships with everybody else in your life so it's not a bad thing to take a break from someone or something that isn't serving your highest self it's absolutely okay look at it more as like a chance to self-reflect look at it as a way to do more work on those areas within you that need it to come back after your break stronger and better than you ever were before even if it's family even if it's your current spouse right? The truth is, is that I'm a sucker for punishment. And I, and I see me always going back for more when it comes to my mom, fighting for her to hear me, fighting for her to be proud of me, fighting for her to see what I've done with my life, fighting for her to understand me and wanting her to change the way she's been for 56 freaking years. No, that's not going to happen. You need to accept those people for who they are you need to stop being a sucker for punishment here I am just talking to myself right now and you you know I can't I can't just keep going back and and repeating the same patterns I'm gonna need to be the one who makes the change here and that's just that right and I'm okay with that I accept that and I'm okay it's just actually putting that into action now I can say it out loud but am I gonna show up and am I actually gonna take the steps that are needed to do that that's what I need to do and that's my biggest challenge right now you can't force personal development development down anyone's throat, right? We we are doing personal development or I'm doing personal development because I want to and it makes me a better person. But a lot of other people just don't have the education or the knowledge around it. And that's just the way that it is. So that's why it's so important to show up as your best version of yourself so you can inspire others to do the same and they'll just kind of catch on on their own. If you read a great book that changes, you know, you and you want to share that with others read the book first and tell them what you learn from it and and that's it just put that little bug in their ear don't like send the book to their house with like I'm not going to talk to you until you read this book right it's not easy (laughs) And, and toxic relationships come and go in our lives all the time and sometimes really great relationships turn into toxic relationships and sometimes toxic relationships turn into really great relationships right I feel that when relationships are toxic in our lives that it's that it's that it's self-reflection that's that's what it is it's like okay this isn't serving me so there must be something here that needs to change or some growth that needs to happen or something and you just need to kind of roll with it it's not going to be easy I know that I feel a lot of mixed feelings around 
around taking a, a break from my mom and it hurts my feelings and I feel like the bad guy and I think that that's the biggest thing for me is I'm confused if if it's my mom or if it's me or if it's both of us and I can catch myself trying to take all of the blame I can catch myself putting it all on my shoulders and that's just not fair to me right I need to be stronger so I don't take all the blame it's easy for me to take all the blame because my mom my my mom has always kind of been a victim in my eyes and and she does put that out there and I just want her to be stronger but I can't get mad at her for not for not seeing the things seeing things the way that I see things she just doesn't and that's just the way that it is and I can learn to live with that and be bigger than that and be a better person and show up more for her but in order to do that I just need to take a bit of a break I just need to step back and and work on those parts of me and it's not only going to benefit my relationship with my mom but it's extremely going to benefit my relationship with Garrett because you know I I I'm not always showing up as my best self for the one I love most and that's Garrett and he's absolutely so patient with me right and when it comes to disagreements in a relationship there's no need for for them to go out of hand there's no need for me or anybody to make a big deal out of something very small and that's what I really catch myself doing and and that's what I think I need the break for for from most because you know when I'll catch myself doing that the most is after I have a conversation with my mom like in the next day or two I'll make a massive deal out of something very small with Garrett and and that's what I'm trying to really get away from so having an energetic break from my mom is not only going to benefit my relationship with her but my relationship with Garrett and my relationship with myself because when I don't show up as the best version of myself and I get mad about something really dumb or I blow something way out of pro- bleh, way out of proportion I beat myself up. I don't like that version of myself and I'm really hard on myself because I'm better than that. I'm better than that. We don't have to show up that way. Now I do give myself compassion. Don't get me wrong. I give myself compassion but and it's okay to do that but but if you can't have that self-awareness and that chance to step back and reflect and be like, okay, why did I just make a big deal about the celery juice being spilt on the counter or something like whatever it is right I they're a chance to self-reflect and a chance to fix now if we let ourselves go on a tangent about something small and blow away to to like way out of proportion you kind of lose that chance to self-reflect because you build yourself a way bigger you dig yourself a way bigger hole than you need to crawl out of then you need to crawl out and then you feel shame then you need to say sorry and like put your tail between your legs and you feel like an idiot right so the sooner you can kind of catch yourself and just step back take a breath whatever it is the better right because then you don't have to rebuild and correct too much like if you don't because we can I mean I can I don't want to speak for anybody else but I catch myself like almost in a sense of like my blood boils and I go off and it's just like there's no stopping me I'm like a freight train blood's boiling I'm going I find something to get blow out of proportion and I'm sticking to it like that's not how I want to live my life so so I am looking at everything that happened with a positive 
outlook and it feels really good to say that out loud. I'm going to look at it as a massive chance to grow and become a better version of myself and a better daughter and a better girlfriend and just benefit everybody in my in my energy circle as a whole. I really don't want to get triggered anymore. I I've been really noticing my triggers more and more lately. Um, let me know. You can let me know if you have triggers that you see. Maybe it's certain words or a certain tone that people talk to. Maybe, you know, if you have kids, it's probably an easy way to get triggered too. And just really start paying attention to what those triggers are. Write them down if you want. And try and find out where those are coming from. Like, why does that trigger me? Where does that stem from? I think it could be really helpful to you. So I'm taking this energetic break to... Fix, fix some parts about me, uh, fix my triggers and try and come back better and stronger in my relationship with my mom um, than I ever have been before. And that excites me actually. So and saying it aloud feels really good too. I think this is going to be something really positive. So I just wanted to share this with you guys today because I want to let you know that it's okay to take breaks from from relationships or people that aren't serving your higher self, it can be temporary. You can always come back. And it doesn't need to be like in the midst of a fight, like I hate you, I'm taking a break type of thing. But just like, hey, I'm just noticing I'm getting triggered right now by, you know, or you and I aren't seeing eye to eye. We're really triggering each other. So I think it's best if we just take a step back and take a bit of a break so I can work on these triggers for myself and show up as a better person to you, to myself and everybody around. And I think, I think that's really admirable if people can do that. And it's something to be proud of because you're working on yourself. And if they don't understand it and they take offense to it, that's on them that's their own triggers that they need to deal with and you don't have to tell them that either (laughs) probably best not to you let them figure that out on their own you just focus on the things that you can control and that's your own triggers the the things in you that you can change you can't change anybody else you just can't it's just the way that it is so work on it and hopefully you inspire them by working on your own triggers to 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 work on themselves as well. So that's all I had to talk to you about today in episode number three of A Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you got some value or actionable takeaways, I would love if you took a screenshot and tagged me in your Instagram story. That's where I hang out the most. And it's always so motivating to see that you're getting inspiration, motivation, or just the message that you needed from my podcast. I'm going to keep showing up and bringing my best self to these episodes because helping others is important to me. I believe that we can help ourselves by helping others. If you're enjoying this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left me a review on iTunes to help me get this out into the big, beautiful world and for other ears that might want to hear it. Thank you so much for your support, and I'll see you on the next episode.